guys, welcome back to Board Draw. This is episode six, seven, seven, seven. episode seven. Wow, we're flying, Come we're on. flying through these. Um, today we're going to be discussing all things promoted teams. We've got Fulham, we've got Bournemouth, and we've got big Nottingham Forest back in the Premier League for the upcoming season. Excited? I am excited. I think out of all of them, most excited for Nottingham Forest, obviously. I think everyone's always more. You've got the yo-yo teams like yeah. Fulham, who Fulham be up there. Lovely, but um, yeah, Nottingham Forest, most excited for. But we'll keep you waiting. We'll talk about them last. We're going we're gonna to work our way up in terms of the promotion order. So obviously, yeah, you had Fulham, the Cottagers from Craven Cottage. Just, yeah, they smashed it, didn't they? They're... they're they're one of those teams just way too good for the championship and just the not good enough. The squad they had was unbelievable. Stacked, yeah, stacked. I mean, you got a player like Mitrovic who's banging in, what, yeah, 43 so goals. Yeah, about first. Like, I mean, do we need to talk about anything but Mitro? So, best player in the championship. Apart from Chris Willock, but yeah. Yeah. No, nah, nah, he was, yeah, unbelievable season for him. But then, like, why does he always just struggle in the Prem? Is it, he's just not good enough for the Prem? Is it every squad that he's been in, like, the playstyle hasn't suited him prem wise I mean maybe I, I obviously the way that teams play in the Premier League compared to the Championship are, is like so a, different yeah like and like Fulham were dominating every game he's going to yeah. have he's going to have a plethora of chances every game to score yeah. um, he could miss half his chances and still come out with a hat trick yeah um, and obviously you don't get that in the Premier League unless you're playing for a Man City that's what I was going to say so like not that this would ever happen say Mitro just randomly signed for Chelsea would he be like a would he get the not the numbers he got in the championship because those were stupid? But would he get would he get like would the get eighteen like, to the twenties? Yeah. You know? um, do I don't know. It's hard to tell with him because he is so hot and cold. He's amazing in the championship and then not bad in the Premier League. He's not bad by any means. Decent for a, a promoted side, but he's not the same sort of player putting up the numbers. And I think you look at Ivan Tony the year before he broke the previous record, um, and he had a fairly decent season last yeah. last season. Better it wasn't than Mitro has. Yeah. Actually. I mean, so it's an exciting season for him. I think he's a better player now than he was two years ago in the Premier League. Um, but I think if you expect him to drop 20 goals, yeah. you might be struggling because he is, I mean, the only other people who've sort of done that, the one I know especially was Charlie Austin dropped 18 goals the season we got relegated so I mean just drop that one it, you can do it yeah you can do it <laughs> but you got to be Charlie Austin but you got to be Charlie Austin so Marco Silva he's brought a team up from the championship before in Watford yep I don't know if he started this. I think he did start the season with Watford and then like the standard Watford like 5-10 games in yeah got sacked he went to Everton as well didn't he yeah so I mean what do you think of Marco Silva I don't so Marcus was a weird one for me because his teams tend to spend like a fairly decent amount of money not crazy money but he doesn't ever leave the club in a better or worse position than he mm. came in he sort of just comes in either gets results or he doesn't and then he goes uh, inevitably off a bad run of form but he never really puts the club in a dangerous position or or generally improves them so yeah. I think He's a he's a good tactical manager, and you could see in the way that Fulham played last season. It was great, fast flowing football, but heavy on possession and heavy press when they lost the ball. Um, but obviously they're not going to have the amount of time and space that they yeah. did in the championship. The big teams will be on there. The big teams, and they're going to be dominated. Yeah, and they got a, and so whether he can adapt the play style to be able to play more on the counter attack, and it will rely on Mitrovic to be a clinical finisher, which he can be. Yeah. Um, no, that's interesting. I think for me, we said this in the, uh, I think it was our third podcast where we talked about the playoff final and uh, Nottingham Forest going up. 
and we were saying that like when you're a championship team you're going up to the prem you either completely rebuild your squad because the best players in your squad get picked off or you try and keep that squad that you've got promoted keep with, the core and maybe add one or two for them look like the kind of squad that they're keeping their core lost a couple in Carvalho blah 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 but they they're adding one or two they're not rebuilding the entire squad yeah so should we talk so, about their transfer business? I was going to say let's talk about transfer business players they lost notably for me obviously you got uh, Fabio Carvalho yeah to Liverpool it was a big loss very talented young player um, one that really stands out to me due to their lack of depth in this position is uh, Nico Williams out right back Got and they've lost him to, well. to Forest yeah, as well relegation what, rival he had a fairly good season last season I think he got um, I think it was like 17 appearances two goals two assists and a fair amount of clean sheets so um, he's a good player very good player very yeah. young player a lot of potential so the only problem is that Fulham have literally one right back in their squad they've got Kenny Tete who is not a Premier League player yeah he's not a Premier League player from like the I did a little delve into like the Fulham subreddit and they seem to want to believe in Kenny Tete like 50% of them and then the other 50% is like very butthurt that they didn't get Nico Williams I think they were like priced out by a couple million like genuinely you can be a bang average championship uh, centre back or maybe even a championship like central midfielder and probably like like just get go undercover in the Premier League. Yeah. Like you, you won't stand out, but if you just do your jobs, you'll be all right. As a right back in the Premier League, going up against some of the best talented right wing uh, left wingers in the world, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you will right. get found out, and not even defensively, but going forward, the fullbacks play such a pivotal role in the game today. Like you look at the, some of the, the best fullbacks in the league, you got Trent, yeah. you got Chilwell, uh, Reese James, Cancelo, Robertson. Like they're such yeah, important like players. A staple Prem team these days if your fullbacks aren't up to scratch well that's it and that's it can be often the difference between the best teams and and yeah, like being 100%. a mediocre to average team uh, that's to like, good like team. kind of off topic but that's why like Newcastle when Eddie Howe first came in sort out those wingbacks yeah. get Trippier in ball oh, yeah. it's clued up experience target very like Prem proven and that did them wonders and then they built from that but yeah I think Fulham like you said there's depth that needs to be filled out they are linked to a few people. Mm-hmm. While we're talking about the fullback position, Kevin and Barbu. Yep. They're linked to him. He's a Swiss international. Don't know if he'll make the move. I, from what I've read, he is struggling to agree terms with Fulham and Fulham are struggling to agree terms to for a fee for him. But I think he'd be a good signing because Swiss international, that's what you want in your team. You want players that... Experience. Yeah, know there. the big stage, no pressure games and won't fold and the other players they're linked to as well are pretty similar in that ilk they're not young players they are either prem proven or international players they're talking to my club Arsenal for our reserve keeper Leno that'd be a very good signing that'd be a very very good signing for them because I think their keeper at the minute is uh, Rodak yeah who I don't think it's anything too special um I know some Fulham fans really rate him highly, but Leno is probably a step up. For me, Leno, uh, I, he's obviously lost his place to Aaron Ramsdale, and I think I wasn't sold at first. And like maybe Ramsdale still has like a bit of a point to prove, but for me, Leno, what he's got in abundance is shot-stopping ability. He's probably one of the best shot-stoppers in the Premier League, 
easily. That's something that we're going to talk about, especially with Nottingham Forest. But obviously, the championship teams that do come up, they're going to concede a their lot of chances on goal. Peppered. So to have, you don't need a goalkeeper who's good with their feet. You don't need like a goalkeeper nice, with great distribution. Yeah. Yeah. The main, main, main thing you need is a goalkeeper who who is good at, sh- at yeah. stopping shots, a yeah, shot stopper. And yeah, Leno would be a great Leno, addition for them. From the time I, like, I've watched him at Arsenal, and that's just the one thing, he, he just makes saves that you think, fuck me, how did you react like that? Like in the box, his like, reflexes are insane. Yeah. But from what I've seen at the moment, similar to the Nico Williams situation is they're kind of trying, they're struggling to agree a deal. So Arsenal want around 15 million, but I don't think Fulham are willing to go above 10, which I think, obviously I'm a slightly biased, but I think 10 million for Leno would be an absolute steal. I think 15 is probably around his worth. I know he's only got one year left on his contract, which is probably what Fulham are thinking, like maybe just ride him out on the bench and then get him next season. But yeah, I think Leno for them would be an outrageous signing. Um, another great bit of business, and if I if I have the opinion about it, is Jao Paulinho. Yeah. Um, and that was th- a done deal. Done deal, yeah. I think that's a really great signing because he can play the six or the eight role yeah. in that sort of pivot and... It, it, that having a strong foundation in your team is going to be so important to their build-up play. They're not going to be looking to spread it wide. I think they're going to play play very, very, very central. Um, and I think that's just a great bit of business comes from Sporting Lisbon, and just he'll be like you know, their midfield star man. Yeah, I really do think he and uh, Andres Pereira as well. Oh shit! Yeah, that's that's. I think that got confirmed today. That, that is confirmed. That, yeah, it's yeah, been confirmed. Yeah, like yeah. fifteen million from Man United. I think a good bit of business. I mean, if you're spending fifteen million on him and you're trying to get Leno for ten, yeah. I mean, obviously two different players. Completely. Always had decent. They've got money, didn't they? Yeah, like, no, no, no they've got decent. Redone, yeah, it's meant to be like super nice. Um, but yeah, no, I think that's a great bit of business as well. I mean, someone who really could kick on and, and prove to be a star player. I yeah, think we saw glimpses of it at United. Yeah but never could really break into like that about first him team. What I like about him and is both very technical players. Technical, yeah, techie players. That's, yeah, exactly. That's what you want. You want Mitro up top, nodding it down to these technical midfielders and then spreading it wide back into Mitro. Bob's your uncle, mate. So, yeah, obviously some good business for them. Of all the teams coming up to the Premier League, they're the team that I felt had the least business they needed to do. Yeah, their squad is probably closest to Premier League. Yeah, it definitely was. Um, but there are like some glaring weaknesses, especially that right back role. You can't go into a Premier League season with one right back. It just yeah. won't happen. Even if it is Kenny Tete, even he can do a job. In injury, you know what I mean? That's it, you're done. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So big, big problems there for Fulham. So, but they've got a few more weeks left of the transfer window. Yeah, they've not got time to. They have got time, but yeah, they've got I mean, time to move. But t- clubs will know so that they're, and they're, it could hike up the price. Yeah, they're in talks with Diop as well from West Ham. Yeah. But from what I read, the. So the deal was like very close to being done. And I think this would be a really good signing because I quite rate Diop. But apparently um, David Moyes put like a, a stop to it for the moment. Because they don't... Yeah. yeah, I don't know if West Ham maybe are looking for another centre-back. I know they just signed that... Um, can't remember his name, the geezer from... The Liga. Moroccan guy. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, So, but I don't know, maybe they're waiting on another deal before they let Diop go or something like that. But I think Diop would be a good signing because him alongside it, they still got Tosin Adarabayo, don't they? yeah. And I rated him when Fulham were in the Prem last time. Yeah, he was he was phenomenal he in the championship like one last of their season. Starring lights in a relegation team, and like you said, they were one of the best players in their promotion push. So for me, Diop alongside Adarabayo would be a nice little 
partnership. Good partnership. Yeah, very solid. Um, recently today, I think, today, inquiry yeah. into a one Alex Oxlade Chamberlain. Yeah. Um, That'd be a fun that would signing. be a fun, fun signing. Yeah, I'd like, love to see that. If I was a that. fan, like, you probably wouldn't see like too much potential or whatever in it. But like, it's just nice. He's like a Champions League winner, been in the Prem all his life. Yeah, I just think that'd be a, just a brilliant signing sign for him. And maybe he's one of those players that like his career is definitely like fizzling out. So maybe this would be like him rejuvenating. A bit like a Jesse Lingard to West Ham. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, it'd be a fantastic signing. Obviously, just a great engine on him, brilliant box-to-box midfielder now. Yeah, probably has a bit to prove. A lot of versatility as well. And I mean, we haven't seen it, but he could do a job at that right wing-back role if they ever did revert to a three at the back. Yeah, I like that. Um, Because we know he used to play out wide, obviously. And he's moved in into the middle of the pitch but could be a brilliant signer for them if they get out across the line um should we move on to the boys the cherries, the cherries the yeah cherries. the boys down south yeah Bournemouth. scotty parker's cherries so they finished second they're coming up to, and in my opinion they're probably the weakest of the three yeah i would agree with that You've think, got like a vendetta against Scotty Parker. I don't really like Scott Parker. I think he's a, I don't think he's a great manager. I think, yeah. Um, so maybe they're the weakest in squad and manager. Who knows? They had a really, really rough end to last season and managed to scrape across the line with Forrest breathing down their neck. Yeah. Um, they spent... Uh, they signed yeah, a lot of players it, yeah. in, in January. I just remember watching Sky Sports and it was like, oh yeah, by the way, Bournemouth signed their 15th player of the window. Obviously, they've got players <laughs> yeah. like Kiefer Moore in. They've got a good, good squad. They have got a good squad, but I don't believe it is enough to keep them in the Premier League. They haven't got a lot of Premier League proven players in there. Yeah, and from what I've seen, they haven't really made any decisive moves like the likes of Palinia and Pereira to um, Fulham and Link with Leno. They're not really linked with many like Prem proven players. They're not doing much in that space. So maybe Scotty Parker's either happy with his squad or they're like, doing like a very moving silent yeah I think like obviously teams will either come into the Premier League and they'll spend money 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 and it will change the whole identity in the core of the squad obviously Scott Parker believes in the core of the squad and therefore he is quite content with what he has they've got some good players they've got players like Dominic Solanke yeah he had a kind of a breakthrough season last season yeah so uh, maybe it's time for him to because he did play in the Premier League before yeah. make the step back up to the Premier League and, and sort of lead Bournemouth to safety I just don't really there's no real standout players for me yeah, from their no, squad like, star, proper star quality and they have a horrific run um, before September they've got to play City Liverpool Arsenal and then the end of the year they've got uh, sorry the end of the season they've got to play Chelsea Man United and Everton in the final three of their final that's four that's not what you want so you want to start with some momentum and you're not going to get that when you play City, Liverpool, Arsenal probably yeah. Arsenal will give you some points but um, and then you want to end the season say you're in a relegation battle and you want to see the opportunity to get points and you want to see the opportunity to get the points against Chelsea United and Everton maybe United They've lost a lot of players as well. But, they lost yeah. a lot of experience. Gary Cahill and uh, Robbie Brady both left, um, which is a lot of experience. And Gary Cahill was great for them last season. Um, they've got some exciting players, though. They've got um, Zamora, the uh, the left back. Got Jaden Anthony as well. He's a very t- exciting Todd winger. Cantwell back in the prem. Yeah, just 
some yeah they've got they've got a decent squad but I don't know if it's going to be enough to keep them up and out of the three going up like you say they're the ones I'm most worried for if I if I was to put my money on it they would be the ones I'd tip for relegation yeah. um, the only thing maybe that they've got going for them is that Scotty Parker's done that relegation battle last year yeah I mean or the year before last yeah yeah um, I just I think out of the three managers out of Steve Cooper and Marco Silva Scott Parker is the most tactically like inept out of all of them interesting like I believe he's more of like a man manager sort of like he almost reminds me of like a young sort of Neil Warnock in the way that it's like it's about the fight you gotta die to get three points yeah it's more about the fight than it is yeah. the, the outplaying your opponent so it will be interesting to see how they get on like obviously because they haven't like sort of ripped out their squad and gone the new the cohesion um, might be there cohesion might be there but they have lost a lot of players so yeah. I mean let's talk about who they've got in Ryan Fredericks from West Ham Ryan Fredericks yeah when West Ham signed him I was quite interested in that because he looked like a bit of a bowler didn't really kick on at West Ham had a few decent games but he's been displaced by the likes of Kufau and Ben Johnson so they've let him go but I think he could do some business. Maybe he's the kind of fullback that Fulham should have been looking at. But yeah, um, yeah I think he's a good signing. Uh, who else they got in at the minute? Joe Rothwell. Yeah, Joe Rothwell. Um, I yeah, think, from Blackburn. Yeah, and yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Isn't they've it? had a pretty quiet window, and like unlike Fulham, so they've both signed a couple of players. But unlike Fulham, who are still con continuously linked to people I haven't really seen them linked to many people one of the latest ones that's come up is Nat Phillips from Liverpool which I think could be he spent time there last season didn't he at Ful- uh, Bournemouth I I think he did he, was it was it Nat Phillips maybe, maybe. Um, and Jaffet and Tanganga from Spurs that'd be a good signing Tanganga would be a brilliant signing I think Nat Phillips would also be a very solid signing I don't know if it'd be like one that you sort of turn your head and go ooh yeah that's the one yeah um, but yeah I just like so they in your opinion are probably the most in trouble definitely the most in trouble um, they've got a brilliant goalkeeper in Mark Travers as well he was I think championship goalkeeper of the season last season um, okay I remember watching Cooper away at the Vitality and just uh, the amount of sh- shots that he just stopped was insane. It was unbelievable. On any other day, we would have got a result out of there, but he was so, so yeah, good. Like what you saying about Leno, you just want a decent shot stopper when you're in the battle. Yeah, they've got um, Suriki Dembele as well, who they signed from Peterborough last season in January. Very exciting attacking winger, left winger, um, who really, he's just so direct and... He, unbelievable explosive pace and uh, he would be really exciting to watch um, I, I hope he cracks on and, and does well in the Premier League because he could be a very very tasty player to watch especially for fantasy players as well I think he's quite low rated yeah nice um, Philip Billing as well he's a great player Central I don't know why Central I always just don't like Philip Billing I don't know I think he's, I think he's a very he, very who solid who was he at before Bournemouth um, um, can't remember there's another Prem team and I just very much disliked him but I don't I actually had no reason to dislike him Huddersfield yeah maybe yeah 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 no no yeah he was at Bournemouth no he was at Huddersfield yeah 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 and then, and then went to Bournemouth yeah, yeah, yeah I just I don't know why go yeah it was a Huddersfield te- team that had um, Aaron Moy that's Philip it Billy. Yep. and I Aaron just always Moy. used to watch that Huddersfield team and be like I actually don't like anyone in this team like Aaron Moy used to annoy me Philip Billing used to annoy me I just like to be like 
why are you there? Anyway. They got they got um, Emiliano Marcondes from Brentford, who is quite a talented attacking midfielder. Never really made too much of a mark at Brentford, but he's a very solid player. Um, Ryan Christie. Oh yeah, yeah, like Celtic boy. Yeah, uh, big season for Lewis Cook as well. Twenty six years old now. He sort was told to be like the next sort big of- thing. Do you see? There's a story about him years ago so his granddad I don't some of the aspects of this story could be wrong but when Lewis Cook was a kid his grand I don't know how you make this bet or where you go to make a bet like this but Lewis Cook's granddad put a bet somewhere of like a hundred pound that Lewis Cook would play for England one day and I think he got one cap for England when he was like 18 and his granddad made like bag off it and I don't know I don't know what, how do you even give odds on that yeah I don't know how does the bookmaker be like because like obviously the the chances of your grandchild growing up to be an England footballer are probably like astronomical minute. yeah but like I don't know where you go to even make a bet like that but I think that's a funny story that I remember hearing about Lewis Cook years ago and I was like shit another one who is on for a big season is Keith Moore uh, obviously Scotland uh, sorry Wales striker yeah 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 um, really good at Cardiff um, and it was a big move to make in January last season and I think it was the one that they thought right this is the guy who's going to get us over the line yeah never re- he didn't really tear it up in, for Bournemouth um, but yeah he's just a big presence up front and, and will hassle a lot of Premier League uh, defences but like like saying you look at that team and there's not really any players that you're like yes that's a Premier that's, League player that's the guy player. in the Prem yeah that's yeah. That, exactly and I mean it could be why they struggle but like say the window's still not shut yeah, so there is time won't write them off just yet I think yeah give them, give them a couple of games into the season we might see, be pleasantly surprised you know it's but be playing it's playing prime ticky tackle football because <laughs> you imagine let's get on to the most exciting one of the bunch not to not to diminish the other teams no, but obviously Fulham we love you Bournemouth nah, but well. yeah not for us playoff go. winners absolutely smashed the second half of the season you're well, a bit of a fan of Stevie Coops aren't you I think Stevie Coops is a very good manager we've got to stop saying Stevie Coops yeah he's Coop, our but, boy Stevie yeah Coops. I mean Come obviously ex England yeah uh, youth manager won a lot with them as well um, very good working with young players um, but yeah Chris Hewton they started the season with Chris Hewton and it went terribly I think yeah. they had zero points after like 10 games or something insane favourites to be relegated I think when they I they were yeah. so 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 poor and Forrest had been a team in the in the championship who spent uh, quite a lot of money they bought in big names like Britta Sombolonga uh, they bought in uh, what's his name the attacking midfielder uh, the Portuguese guy uh, they bought in they've just spent a lot of lot of money yeah. um, and it's never really worked out for them but Steve Cooper came in um on the back of Chris Hewton and instantly made the Changed impact the and the second half of the season they were unplayable they were winning 4-0 here 4-0 there 3-0 yeah. and defensively they were unstoppable um, and just really really difficult side to break down and the football they played was possessive they kept the ball really well but also created just an abundance of chances um, and yeah just really exciting players like Keenan Davis coming through uh, not Keenan Davis sorry Brendan, Brendan Johnson, Johnson yeah. yeah yeah Jed Spence on loan just yeah. amazing talented players well, talking about the loan dons unlike Fulham and Bournemouth 
Nottingham Forest are going to have the most squad overhaul coming back up to the Prem because a lot of their star men were low knees. Like you're saying, Keenan Davis, Jed Spence, Zinkanagel, um, the geezer from Man United. Joe Garner. Yeah, jo- James Garner. That's it. And, That's um, the one. Yeah, so they're kind of probably going to be in the market the most. But they got that playoff money, so they're splashing the cash. The thing is, so like you say, with the amount of loans that they had last season, the Jed Spencers, the Garners, um, Keenan Davis, Zinconagel, they've lost a lot of their goals. Um, between them, I think they had some insane stats um, just regarding their actual goal contributions. Yeah. So it's a lot to replace. Like with Brendan Johnson in that kind of like attacking yeah. zone. Yeah. They needed some reinforcements. So they... Obviously, Brendan Johnson, crazy Baller. numbers. And last he signed season. a new contract, which is massive. Signed a new contract. They were, that was up in the Forest, air. Yeah. I think Forest fans would be disappointed that Jed Spence hasn't signed on uh, with them permanently. Got new hairstyles. Uh, oh, but yeah, players. Tottenham looked to be getting that deal done. Yeah. I actually soon. saw a leak today from the Tottenham media like um, system, blah, 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 that he was having his like pre. Uh, signing interview in the Tottenham top blah 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 so that one's a done deal yeah so there you go that's disappointing for them obviously you're going to choose between Tottenham and uh, Forest you probably yeah. go with the Tottenham working under Antonio Tony Conte, Conte yeah, 100%. the Italian Stephen Co- Steve Coop so <laughs> um, but yeah no very very exciting times for them um, they've made some very yeah, very exciting signings I don't think they get many much more exciting than uh, Taiwo Awani from Union Berlin Can 17 one more time I, I'm, I'm just going Big T Big T from Union Berlin yeah but just 17.5 million 20 goals last season in 43 appearances across all competitions for them um, like we were just touching on they lost a lot of goals yeah, between those lone players and this guy obviously I, I don't watch the Bundesliga week in week out but from what I've seen of him the guy just looks to terrorise defenders. He's, he's played between the two centre-backs, letting the ball run through and just holding them off and, and yeah. find that at the bottom corners. He, I think that was like twenty, like 18 of his 20 goals or season like that. It looks very, very clinical. I think the Bundesliga is a bit of a goldmine for young, hungry players that are like starting their career in the Bundesliga, get their name out there and then make that money move to the Prem. You see people obviously like Son did it back in the day and now we're doing it with players like this. They've done a lot of fishing in the Bundesliga. Yeah. Because as well as Taiwo, Big T, Omar Richards from Bayern Munich, who I've heard a lot about. He's meant to be a bit of a little gem in the making. Yeah, so he was signed from Reading, which was crazy. No one ever thought Reading and Bayern Munich would be doing any business together. Well, it's like um, uh, Dortmund and Birmingham, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of... There is that link now between young English talents that aren't getting a run in their Prem team or their championship team they're making the move to the Bundesliga get their name up and then coming back to England once their stock's high yeah um, and yeah we've seen that with a, a lot of players yeah and Omar's one of them Omar yeah so Omar Richards made 17 appearances last season for Bayern Munich which is surprising cause yeah, I, yeah. I, I thought he would generally probably made like two or three in yeah, like the cup like, games but 17 cameos. appearances five league stars and uh, probably more infamously a 90 minute cameo in their 4-0 win against Barcelona in the Champions League which is that's impressive for yeah, a man one to go right on the uh CV straight on the Tinder <laughs> yeah come on <laughs> see Omar on Tinder um, he's 
fantastic with the ball at his feet. He's a brilliant technical player um, and a really marauding uh, wingback. And most importantly, probably so much better than Jack Colback. Yeah, so Jack Colback had a decent season last uh, last season. He was sort of a square peg in a round hole. Yeah. He did a job for them at left Because he played out of position, weren't he? Yeah, they, had, they were suffering a lot of injuries at Forest and... It it worked for them. Jack Colback worked in the system, but I think you can't go to the Premier League and hope that Jack Colback's going to be able to do a job yeah, for you. Yeah, probably at, like the, the Kenny Tete. Is. I know. I know Jack Colback was recently quoted in an interview saying that he was happy that Omar was here, so he can go back to playing <laughs> oh, as a midfielder. But um, no, nah, I mean that's a great squad player to have, though. Yeah, and, yeah. 100%. And if there is issues, uh, injury issues or whatever you know great you have a little backup still and, and having that versatility makes you more and more uh, valuable as a player yeah 100% someone like James Milner look at him he plays all over the pitch yeah literally played everywhere but in goal <laughs> um, but yeah that's a fantastic sign I think and one to really look out for because the guy has a great ceiling and just a lot of potential yeah. to really push on I think on. that's what you want as a championship team you want players that are obviously going to help you but then you want players that are young that because you're bottom of the league you want players that you can potentially sell on reinvest in the squad so you sell one player and that player funds three or four players and you just continuously do that and then you become a, a like a solid Prem team while we're still talking about Bundesliga signings for Nottingham Forest they got Moussa Niakate from Mines, which is a decent signing for so you would have watched Nottingham Forest a lot last year they play a five at the back five at the back yes and four or five at the back obviously you need hella defenders in your squad yeah they've got so they've got a, like a few decent like actually three of the best centre backs in the championship they had um, Joe Worrell who's been on Forest at Forest Book for a long time I believe he came from the academy there but he's been there for a long time and really really made the step up this season which mm. is excellent um, fantastic fantastic player and they had Scott McKenna as well who my team QPR were linked with for a few windows um, from Aberdeen um, I know Aberdeen fans rated him really highly and he, I, I think he's a starting centre-back for Scotland now um, but yeah fantastic another fantastic centre-back and then you get someone from Bournemouth Steve Cook yeah Steve Cook Yeah, that's also linked with QPR just yeah he, he, Steve Cook is he was really really good for them last season I just don't know whether the Premier League could be a stretch too far I think it might be isn't he about a million years old 31 years old yeah. <laughs> it's not a million not far off <laughs> not far off yeah. yeah No, I remember watching him when Bournemouth were in the Prem and he was playing for them and no he, he was always very solid he was alright but I think pace wise he was just always a little bit off it which I guess you can make up for if you're like football IQ well that's it if you, if you, that's what like you had players like Rio Fernandes and, and Terry the back helps you kind of you don't need as much you, pace you, you can play the two alongside you are pacey enough you can um, they've got Embaso as well who yeah, centre back, but yeah, I think uh, the guy they've signed from Mines. Yeah, just I think yeah, because I think he depth. was he was the captain for Mines as well. Oh, was he? I believe so. So that's fantastic. Um, While we're talking um, about their defence, their defence, yeah, got a new keeper in, couple of new keepers in, couple of new keepers in. Yeah, Wayne Hennessy. Wayne uh, Hennessy who cares? Yeah, um, <laughs> love you, Wayne. Yeah, um, big Dean Henderson from May United. Yeah, that's loan. a big one. I. Love this! I think this is a brilliant, That's brilliant, a very move. good signing because he's been rotting away on that United bench. He was—I don't know why—because his uh, when he had that light season where Sheffield United were really good, 
His stock was so high. He was in England. He was like lined up to be England number one, and then he just tanked his entire career. So at that point, yeah, by staying at United and thinking he could displace De Gea, which is silly. Yeah, he should have made a move, and he'd still be in the England setup. But now he's just not even, not even in the three that are going to go to the World Cup, and I think he won't have enough time. In the like few months, I don't pre- know. We've got three months, and I still don't reckon he'll get into the injuries. You know, I think he'll be Pickford, Ramsdale, and then now that Johnston's gone to Crystal Palace, yeah, that's good for that's his a, stock. Yeah, but um, yeah, Dean Henderson, I think, is a really good signing. Like we were saying about Leno, like, good shot. Going back to what we were talking about, stopper. Fulham, these championship sides, they, and it always happens. They're gonna, they're not gonna be the dominant team in the game. Exactly. Yeah, for uh, fifty to like probably seventy percent of the games in the Premier League. Um, and against the the best teams who are going to be able to carve out chances and really open you up, having a stop shopper, uh, a shot stopper like Dean Henderson, who was proven through his time at Sheffield United yeah, to be 100%. a phenomenal keeper, it's just it's so valuable for them. And to get him on loan, I don't know if there's any loan fees or anything. I would assume so because United you know, probably could have flogged them off for quite a bit of money. Mm. But it's just an unbelievable signing for them and just one to be really okay. excited for. If you're a Forest fan, yeah, 100%. obviously they lost uh, Bruce Samba. Uh, yeah, that was weird, wasn't it? Yeah, he like them up he, he was like, he was like a cult hero at Forest and yeah, everyone loved him. And then I think there was contract trouble or something, and he was like, "Yeah, I don't want to play for Forest." <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's, so he's gone to Lens or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, so weird. But yeah, just really, really strange about that. Yeah, but good replacement, fantastic, uh, just a massive upgrade. Yeah, yeah, massive, yeah, massive upgrade. You've got and hopefully Dean Henson will have a point to prove. Well, in that Sheffield quite, United side, when they've done re, so well under Chris Wilder, really he up was, his career because he was pivotal. Like, yeah, he was he was a, like one of the shining stars. You know, yeah, like, it's a weird fairly that average he's just team. So happily let his career stall. Well, I think this could be a brilliant move for yeah, him. Yeah, and 100%. Under Steve Cooper as well, what brilliant yeah, work with yeah. young, especially young English yeah. players. I mean, he's 25, which is fairly young still for a goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, but yeah, fantastic. Touching on uh, another young player. Nico Williams from, obviously uh, signed for Liverpool time, yeah. yeah 17 and a half million as well um, so we were saying that he was linked with Fulham but Nottingham Forest got the job done yeah so uh, Klopp's recently come out and said it's hard to let players like Nico go because obviously they've got so much potential Yeah, but you can't hold them back and they signed another fullback didn't they Liverpool in Calvin Ramsey Calvin Ramsey yeah I think once so, that signing was done I think Nico done, probably saw his opportunities already pretty slim getting slimmer and thought this was a good move for him I yeah I think it is um he plays with Brennan Johnson in the world setup, which is obviously a That's nice little link up. Yeah. Um, I believe Liverpool have got a 15% sell-on fee, um, which is probably why they let him go for a bit cheaper. And yeah. then obviously that suggests they didn't know he's a decent player. And they'll get sold on, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, last season, 14 appearances for Fulham, two goals and two assists. Um, Wales yeah. International now yeah Wales International and just, I think that's a quality signing yeah uh, yeah. it's just it's a very solid signing and you're also taking a player away from one of your right who could potentially sign yeah. for Fulham and like he's not Prem proven because he hasn't had that many opportunities in the Prem but he's from his time in the Championship like good enough for the Championship yeah I mean and I think he's only going to get better he's good enough for Wales so he'll be good enough for Nottingham Forest in their push to let's say not get relegated and then maybe do better but yeah we're seeing just Forrest really upgrade their defensive line here you've got obviously Richards and Williams the two wide players yeah and then we've got Niate in the middle uh, and Dean Henderson behind them in goal so just some great um great bit of business from them and they need they obviously coming up they need to do a lot of business lost a lot of uh, valuable players in yeah, the loan market and the only thing is 
I wonder who's going to fill the Garner role for them because that was so important for them last season. He was just so, so brilliant in that central midfield. Like keeping the game ticking. I've seen links with Harry Winks, but I don't know about that. But he'd he'd be, I think, a good move because, um, like we're saying, Prem proven, definitely not good enough for Tottenham. I think he is so overrated. I don't know how he stayed at Tottenham for as long as he had. But I think in a team lower down the division where he's not the pressure is not on him to win every single game win every single ball make every right decision if he can just find himself a bit more in the game I think Harry Wings would be a good signing I think Lewis O'Brien from Huddersfield would be a brilliant signer for them I think he's a player with a lot of potential I he think looked re- really good in the um, playoff finals yeah right? he yeah. was Huddersfield's best player last season for me um, and I think he really is ready to make the step up and I think they would probably be able to get him at a fairly low cost as yeah. well um, but yeah that would be a good one I, I like to see him going for like maybe Morgan's Gibbs White or something like that yeah he doesn't seem to be in the in the linked? fold is with Wolves I think Everton are linked with him Everton being linked with every young English player <laughs> yeah, and I think that true, comes yeah, to the card of being managed by Frank Lampard yeah but um, yeah I'm just I'm just so excited to see this Forest team really push on so they're the one you're most excited for actually. yeah 100% no, I, think I think you always are with the one that comes up through the playoffs yeah, yeah, unless yeah. it's like a, a Norwich or a Watford <laughs> because we've seen there we've been there done for what they're going to turn up this season yeah no. but yeah Forest obviously a massive club as well I don't know how yeah, many times no, we're going to hear about the European Cups to get them back up and we're going to be sick of it by the end of the season <laughs> yeah but fair play to them they've, they've waited their time they've been out yeah, of Emily for 100%. a long long time it's going to be brilliant you've got some really exciting players especially I'm excited to see Brennan Johnson Brennan Johnson is going to be such a revelation and I hope he really does kick on and do well yeah because he was unbelievable in the championship last season unbelievable Nottingham lad as well yeah yeah just and, and now that he signed a new deal if he does get snapped up it's going to be for I assume money. that new deal is just primed with a f- like a fairly Hefty decent relegation yeah. clause yeah, yeah, yeah they true. get relegated. I think the the the, shot, the shouts were he was being linked with pretty much every team in the Premier League, and I think they sat down, bashed up new contract, and said that he's going to yeah give it one season. And if see they, how if, you feel, see how it goes. Get your toes in, mate. If they get relegated, then you can move on to the yeah, Premier League yeah, and, yeah, and with a, with a top team. But just a brilliant, brilliant young player, and just yeah, absolutely tore up in the championship last season. Okay, so give me one player from each of those teams that people out there should keep an eye on. As not not a new signing. Not as new as signing. you've watched them in the championship, not a new signing. A championship, a player that they've had in the championship that you think, oh, keep an eye on them. Oh, Fulham is a hard one. Fulham is a really hard one. Um, like I, I would maybe Tosin Adarabio, but we've yeah, seen, Adarabio, we, we, yeah, we've seen him in the press. I mean, the, the, I like the obvious one is obviously Mitrovic, but everyone's yeah. eyes will just be on him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's a really hard one Cup for them. Bournemouth. Who Fulham do you like really from Bournemouth? Uh, Bournemouth, for me, it's got to be Jen Anthony. Okay. I think he's a very exciting player. Or um, Sariki Dembele. Okay. Dembele, I think, could really tear it up in the Premier League. Make a note of these guys. We'll talk about these on the FPL. Yeah, and I think... Um, and then Brendan Johnson. Yeah, Brendan Johnson. Never played in the Prem. He'll be exciting. Yeah. I mean, there are, these teams just do have really... Yeah, just it'll be some fun. really it'll exciting be fun players. I, and I'm probably more excited for these teams coming up. Yeah, I've been for a long time. Um, I think another one for Bournemouth could be Mark Travers, their goalkeeper. Yeah, I think he was a really, really, really good goalkeeper for the, uh, them in the Championship. And I don't expect he'd only look better in the Premier League when they, he has to concede yeah, more opportunities. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean that's, that's obviously one of the things that sort of happens when 
championship teams come up their goalkeepers look kind of decent because they're just conceding so many chances yeah yeah 100% um, you saw that with Riot Ram- last season Ramsdale Ramsdale like yeah. United, yeah so just yeah there's a lot to be excited for especially if like if you're one of these supporters of one of these teams yeah no I feel that you gotta let us know basically yeah, what, what know, your if you're a fan of Nottingham Forest Bournemouth or Fulham let us know the question that I asked Luke so let us know a star man from your play, uh, from your team that we should keep an eye out on and also where you reckon realistically your team's going to finish in the Prem this year yeah I mean the, obviously the, the goal for all these teams is survival, survival. If, you, if you survival that's a successful season no relegation no relegation I mean who is the player that's going to lead you salvation I don't know but I'll ask you a question now yeah hit me out of these three teams yeah who is the most likely to go down and who is the most likely to stay up um, I'm going to say most likely to go down Bournemouth most likely to stay up Nottingham Forest you think Nottingham Forest yeah I think from like what Stephen Cooper has done like you were saying in that kind of half a season in the championship it's probably harder to do what he did there than to have a whole pre-season and summer and keep your team up in the prem if he can do that, he can do anything. So I'll and oh uh, yeah, from what I've watched, a lot of other people say about Stephen Cooper, he's a good man, knows his stuff, and I think he's got a squad now that he's happy with. Because I think when you join halfway through a season, you just inherit a squad that you're like, "Fuck me, I've got to figure out how do you get the most out of these players, what I like, yeah. what I don't like, and kind of just juggle what's going the best on." Player, the best manager for that is Ancelotti. Yeah, Ancelotti is probably the best manager about, for that. Yeah, hundred percent. Like what we were talking about when he went to Real Madrid. So yeah, you got Fulham. Uh, sorry, Bournemouth is most likely to go down, and, and Forest is most likely to stay up. I think the reason I've put uh, Bournemouth most likely to go down is transfer business. Unlike Fulham and Nottingham Forest, their transfer business isn't strong There's, enough. For there me. has been no proactive. This might change by the start of the season and then by the end of the window. But for now. Their transfer window, it's literally got to be like a one out of ten. A hundred percent. We um, might do a little transfer I mean, window. to be honest, though, it, I, I feel like you've got to give them a, like a five because are they worse <laughs> off? Are they worse off than when they came in to the transfer window? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I think they pretty much stayed the same. Whereas I'd give Forrest like probably like a seven or eight. Yeah, yeah. I and think Forrest I think done Fulham probably maybe a seven, I six think, or seven. Yeah, if Fulham get Leno... Because they need a decent goalkeeper and Leno is more than decent. But um, yeah, for me, it's Forrest probably the strongest because they've got possibly the best manager and they've had the best window. And Bournemouth because they haven't had the best window. What do you think? One final question I want to ask you, yeah. Go on there. Out of the three promoted teams, yeah. who is the single best signing? Interesting. Um, I'm going to say well there's some that I don't really know about like the Donnies from the Bundesliga like Big T Musa Niakate but for me I'm going to go with either Dean Henderson or Nico Williams for Forrest yeah I'm going to go Nico Williams because it's not alone and he's got Bags of potential, stupidly young Wales international, and the link up with Brendan Johnson's nice. So yeah, Nico Williams. Nico Williams. I yeah. think for me, 
it would be it would Palinia if I'd seen a bit more of him other than what I've just yeah, seen. I'm excited to see Palinia. Yeah, I mean, it might be him. I've heard good things. I'm really excited for Andres Pereira. Yeah, I think he could be a real revelation and be that sort of star man, the maverick midfielder who really could just win them games out of nowhere. Yeah, and like we we're saying at the top of the episode, him and Palinia is a very good technical midfield. But like my my signing has got to be. Wayne Hennessy Wayne big Wayne nah nah it's got um, for me I think Dean Henderson for yeah. United is, is a phenomenal phenomenal bit of business for this season yeah nah, um, and if they stay up I would not expect and he does well I would not expect them any less than just go in and secure that on a permanent and I think you'd be looking minimum 30 to 35 Blood million clark, 30 million just a lot of yeah, yeah but he's English and he's still relatively young he's coming yeah, to prime yeah, yeah. years so nah, I feel ya you know and De Gea's on the way out yeah, I mean, true. De Gea is pushing on. So, I mean, United probably, that's why they kept him around to be that, the, yeah, the next exactly. in line. Um, but yeah, no, if you support any of these championship teams or you've got shout any, us, any uh, predictions for the season, just yeah. shout us. Let us know. Comment down in the comments below. Hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. All the socials. All the socials. Big news, though. Next week, massive collab inbound. Massive collab inbound, yeah. We'll keep it hush hush for now. But we're excited. But get excited. We're excited. hella excited. Yeah, we're, we're buzzing. We're buzzing. Yeah, Absolutely excited. Um, but so yeah, look forward to that. We've also set up a fantasy Premier League. Yeah, league join the league for board draw. Yeah, there will be a prize at the end. It'll be a good prize. Don't worry, it's not going to be a five pound voucher to McDonald's. Nah, it'll be a banger. It'll, it'll be a banger. Be, uh, if you need the code, the code is Q one C N four K. Join the league. Join it's the league. It's free. Tell your friends. Tell your mums. Get them in. There's a prize. There's a free prize, money. There's no cost to enter the yeah, Exactly. League. Just come in, have a good time. Show follow the socials. Yeah, follow the socials. Because we're not going to give you the price if you don't follow the socials. Don't be a pagan. <laughs> but yeah, I think that we've about covered everything. Yeah, I, yeah. I, we'll I, see you next we're week. We're going to be doing more team previews in the coming weeks. We're going to do a Premier League prediction as well. Um, so yeah, it's been Board Raw. And it's live. Bye, guys.